Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking about someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Hey, what's up, everybody? Rogue's watching podcast in the building. In, 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 we're in your Ethernet cables. Good day. We're in your beer. We're in your hops. We're in some of it. For your health. For your fathers. Happy, Happy Father's, Father's Day. Day to Anakin. <laughs> to Anakin. He's worst probably one of the worst, worst fathers of all time. Yeah. Speaking of Anakin, we're going to talk a little bit about some Vader theorizations later. Yep. Uh, got a couple things. E3 happened. We didn't watch it. Battlefront 2 is an update. We don't play it. And Mopar has something else he wants to go over later. Uh, something about most, characters? Yeah, the most relatable characters. I went on a rant. Um during a drive of mine, I got stuck in traffic, so I started yelling at the patrons. Uh, so if you guys don't know, we have a Patreon, and uh, we did some extra recordings for them. So yes. they got a behind the scenes of all of it. But during my uh, rant, uh, I can I kind of came up with my most relatable characters in the trilogies. Uh, so I'm going to bounce that off Commander and see what happens a little bit later in the episode. But as we do every episode, we're going to be doing our beer review. Uh, extra special today, we're going to be doing a giveaway. Yes. For our uh, $10 tier patrons. Yes, you fucking savages. You and, get free shit. And I mentioned live on Instagram that we're going to be giving away three Pilsner Klutz Pilsner beer glasses. Um, so the next three patrons. The next three patrons. This that one, the one that dope. I. Good day. Hello. Welcome. Welcome back. Oh. <laughs> So the next three patrons, uh, regardless of the tier, you, we'll send you a, a new, a brand new Pilsner Urquell beer glass. Yeah. Um, but like I said, we're going to be the winner of the giveaway is going to get a beer glass and, and a, a podcast hat. So we got you can see here if you guys are live with us. I look like a drunken trucker. You look like Riley. I look like Mopar. Riley Drangus. Malabamas. And as well, <laughs> when I do send you whatever you win, my glasses are really dirty. Uh, you'll get like maybe a magnet. Some stickers, some pins. Not ours, just a regular magnet. Yeah, just a magnet. They have them laying around. Just one of those pizza ones where it says, like, call us, order us pizza. <laughs> a local pizza place <laughs> magnet and a menu. Yeah. So if you guys are For Romeo, uh, so you can get some coupons, you know, driving through. We urge everyone to drive Romeo's. Pick up a saw. <clears throat> but yeah, you'll get some, <clears throat> uh, some goodness. And maybe every once in a while, I think we did this after celebration, even to our Patreons who aren't on the $10 tier. We just sent out some free shit. Because we got a bunch of giveaways and free goodies from Celebration. So if you want to join, we might send you something in the mail. But then we have your address. So we also might show up at your house and beat you up. Who's going to do that? Lando Calrissian. I'm not beating anybody up. I was just thinking of uh, the end of Jan's Haunt Bob. And all you motherfuckers are next. <laughs> That's all I was thinking <laughs> of. So do you want to drink? Uh, you want to do that? or the? Yeah, let's, let's pour this shit here first. I, I got it. So we're actually doing a throwback here. Uh, good old Great Lakes Burning River. This is a, a solid. This is not their flagship beer, but it's pretty dang close. I'd say they're most known for their Christmas ale. 
And then their main beer, I think, is I'd probably say the Dortmunder Gold is like their main one. I always get them and uh, whoever brews Old Leg Humper. Oh, that's Thirsty Dog. Thirsty Dog. I think that's the um, the brewer that left Great Lakes and started his own thing, or got hired by Thirsty Dog. Okay, and then. Uh, redid the Christmas ale recipe for the Thirsty Dog 12 Dogs. Well, what was that? What's going on? My computer's self-destructing. My fragile constitution can't hardly take it. Uh, my empathy is much lower than yours. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so so where, where uh, I was going with this was uh, the Burning River. It's a pale ale from Great Lakes. And why I said it's a throwback is that back in the early days when we were not versed in craft beer whatsoever... This is one of the only craft beers that uh, that I used to have a lot. I know Tommy Boy used to frequent the Burning River as well. Back in the day, we thought this was uh, way too bitter. We could barely handle it. Oh, really? Yeah, now we're fucking around with like 100 IBU nonsense. 100 so. IBUs? This is bare minimum that I drink. If it's on it, I don't even fuck with it. Yeah. So cheers. Cheers, everybody. Did we'll you drink it. the ringing bell? Did we bang the drinking ding? God, that's got a good, like, sharp... It's a good, like, ale up front. I haven't had this in a long time. This is really well-rounded. Yeah, I, I, I always remember loving it. I was curious when you showed up with this um, if I was going to think it was, like, way worse or way better than I used to back in the day. Now that I'm... I said back in the day a lot. I apologize. Like I said. But now that our buds are uh, <laughs> a little more... Versed. They have tenure now, I think. Um, I don't know. Let me take another sip when I'm not trying to laugh. What are your thoughts on peppermint? <laughs> uh, in what form? I hate it. I hate peppermint in all forms outside of gum. Interesting. I don't want it in my drinks. I don't want it in my peppermint sticks. I don't want it anywhere. <laughs> what would you put in your peppermint sticks if it couldn't be peppermint? Cinnamon. How about just regular mint? You like regular mint? Yeah. Spearmint? Is my shit. Like, uh, how about the double mint, the gum? Double mint. I would rub that shit in places that no <laughs> one's ever gone. <laughs> yeah, nice. double mint, uh, that's my shit. I don't, I don't, I'm not a uh, gum chewer, avid gum chewer, but if I do buy like a pack, it's gone within like two days because I just, I'm constant and then I'm done <clears> with it. <throat> like, I get my fix, I guess. I usually rock with the Altoids. Yeah, it's good yeah. for you. They're, they're way sharper. They're really strong. So Yeah, Altoids is a, definitely a good brand. Yes. So what are your thoughts on the Burning River here? So if you guys aren't familiar, this is a Cleveland-brewed beer, Great Lakes Brewing Company. Uh, it is probably the most well-known out of Cleveland. And there's been many that <clears> have <throat> popped up since uh, Great Lakes has got their start because they were kind of one of their originals up that way. The early mofos. Um, Might even say on the can or the bottle. Uh, 88. 1988. As old as us. Just so just just as good as us, but not as great. Not as funny. Yeah. Quite a bit funnier. I the, would prefer it to be colder, but I still like it quite a bit. Yeah, I think, and I'm not going to hold that against the beer. Um, hold it but against the, you, though. Well, like leaning something up against me? We do need a mini fridge in here, I think. That would be <laughs> helpful. That'd be a great gift. Wife? <laughs> that was, I can't. My mind exploded Why? when she was just like, "Why did you tell him that we're getting that?" Oh for-? my god! And I was like, "No, you just told me. You just <laughs> there's no logic. It's Hobbit logic. It, there was no there was no logic. 
right, we're getting back to this beer. Um, All right. So the Burning River, the reason it's called Burning River is because uh, I think it's the Cuyahoga River that uh, feeds into Lake Erie. actually caught fire in like the 50s, I want to say. Yeah, it was polluted as shit. Polluted as shit. Um, and that's what like Cleveland was known for for a long time. Um, but yeah, so they kind of like made fun of their, themselves and their history. So they called the beer Burning River. It's a regular pale ale. I think it's delicious. I think it's a lot more malty up front than most of the pale ales that I usually drink because a lot of them are like bitter up front. Yeah. This is much more malty and more ale mm-hmm. than pale. So I am truly enjoying this. What are, you, what are your overall thoughts? That on? caramel malty flavor that I have in an IPA that I don't like that I talk about almost every episode. It's uh, balanced in this. It's not as strong. It's good. It's oh, okay. there and I can taste it, but uh, it's not throwing off the rest of the flavor profile of the beer, which is good. I do think if this was a bit colder, the paleness would come out a little more. Um, but since it's kind of calmed down a little bit, it's the more malty caramel. But it's solid, and because it's a, it's not an India pale. It's not as bitter, so it's it's almost as much of a, a, a drinking beer. I would say, yeah, you can have uh, multiples of these. It's kind of like the Sierra Nevada. That was yeah. always like just a solid ass beer, exactly. And it has different flavors than a normal beer, but it's definitely much more drinkable. Always delicious too. So what are you what are you pushing? Because I'm kind of I'm thinking a two solid sounds great. Okay, I was gonna try a three, but it's not wowing me. So I'll I'll, I'll come back now. <laughs> Yeah, you must I'll respect agree. the system. There's a two for a reason. And today we found out why. All right. So the Burning River, Pale Ale, Great Lakes. Uh, what was the ABV? Did you read it off here? I didn't. There I, is no alcohol in this. Yeah, there is. It's up top here. Uh, oh, here we go. 6%. Why are you wearing glasses inside? I didn't, I I didn't realize that until just now. <laughs> It was bright outside. You didn't let me in. I didn't know the 17 so digit. I, I, I was watching Star Wars Explain videos. Leave me alone. Six percent alcohol by volume, uh, forty-five IBUs if for the uh, experienced drinker of the beers. Ooh. So, but that's a that's kind of a low, in, uh, like an average maybe, average low. <laughs> I was just looking at the chat, Travis Dunn. Hi, just a little podcast. Hi, yes, that beer does look freak great. This beer is freak great. It's tasty. It's got got good color and good body and everything. Yeah, look at my hand like behind it. Oh my god! Whoa, whoa! It's like I'm shaking hands with myself. Dude, it's crazy. It's like science, but (laughs) I'm high as well. Okay. Yeah, Um, uh, I strongly agree. Strong two, two. I think if it was colder, I would be pushing a three though. Two Um, out of three, and for uh, for drinkability, our rating system is. Zero to three. I had to throw the word in there before we ended the beer. Drinkability. Drinkability. <laughs> yeah. If drinkability comes out of our mouths. It's at least a two. Um, uh, so it's out of three. Three stars the best. Two is great. One is worth trying in your lifetime. And zero is like, don't even like, why? Don't. Yes. Simply don't. So what have you been up to the past week? Um, haven't really, haven't yeah. been really gaming I know. I've been I've, trying to get back in, but like... I haven't been doing really shit, uh, to be honest. I downloaded... Um, I had an Audible credit, so I, I got the first book, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, nice. For one credit. Good choice. Yeah. So, but I'm slowly getting through it. No, to be honest, I, I barely even started it. Uh, I'm still... I'm <laughs> Wait still, a second. I'm still on the first scene where it's Wait like random second. three people in the woods, and they're above north of the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they found those dead people... Yep. And they and they walk away, and then one of the guys was like, oh, I saw these dead people, and they walk back and are gone. Yeah, I'm still in that scene. So I, I literally haven't even scratched the surface. So, But I thought for a credit, one single yeah. credit, those are like $35 books. Dude, and that's I was like, why I love Audible, because even some months I'll forget about it, 
And then I'll come back and I got like five credits. I'm like, okay, here's five free books right now. Yeah. I mean, I paid for the subscription, but you know, one book a month for free is pretty great. So, yeah, yeah. that's like a 33 hour audio book though. I'm like, I'm not going to get through this. I know <laughs> ever. I, I need to go back and read those once I'm, once I have kind of settled down from, uh, from the show, which by the way, our last episode, which was a little bonus, we talked about the ending and the last season, the whole wrap up of game of Thrones. So check that out. Was that patrons only? That one wasn't. No. Oh, okay. Your solo rants and my solo rants are going to be patrons only. But they weren't limited to solo. Chewbacca was in them too. I see. I see. I see. Says the. <laughs> I see. That's what we're doing tonight. See, says the drunk man. But uh, go back and listen to us complain about Thrones. But yeah, I, I love the books. Big fan. So I recommend it. Give it I, some time. I will admit, I I, I watched some um, Arrested Development. Still, still no. But there was a couple small things that I was like, ah, so funny. That's kind of, that's kind of funny. Uh, Job uh, accidentally bought this uh, boat from this yeah. like saleswoman. Starla, she, yeah. yeah. But uh, the boats, the, the name of the boat was the Sea Ward. But it, he was just like, it's a sea word. Right. So, yeah. So he bought the cunt. Yeah. And then later on in the episode, his, his their mom is standing there talking and Michael's like, get rid of the sea word. And she's like, I'll leave when I'm good and ready. Yeah, yeah. It's I. I'm, I'm not gonna dog it. I, if people also, enjoy it, I, Starla is a business model for the boat, and Michael yeah. needs Job to turn in a business model. Yeah, so many good puns in that fucking show. Yeah, business model. The boat is solid as a rock. Solid I don't get that one. As Iraq, Iraq, also pronounced Iraq. But why would anything like I don't because the that slogan pun. of the boat is solid as a rock, right? And their dad is building homes in Iraq. That's what he's on trial for. Oh, so the motto of okay. the boat that Joe buys is solid as a rock. They have this whole fucking theme song. Gotcha. That's why he was in jail because he was building stuff in Iraq. In Iraq. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. well, yeah, for wherever you are in the season. Okay. It go. It it's not logical, so it changes. Because I knew that was a pun, but I just didn't get the pun. Yeah. I was like, clearly they're focusing on it too much. Well, because it came out in 2003. Yeah, show, right, that right. was like that was happening right then. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. Oh. Still only, I think, two or three episodes into Chernobyl. You said you finished it? Yeah, it was uh, five episodes. So it was a mini series. It wasn't like an ongoing, obviously, because like the event ends. So it just gets more and more boring because the events already started at the beginning. <sighs> you know, that's what you would think, but <laughs> no, it got it, more it gets, and more intense. It's oh, really yeah. Good. It, got, it gets pretty crazy because the I, I like the they figured out the core showing. It's the big issue. They bring in that guy. He starts like throwing sand at it. And it's like helping, and then that woman comes in. She's like, "Look, these water tanks under them are full, and it's just gonna blow the other cores into other cities, and we're all gonna fucking die." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> this is crazy." It keeps, yeah, it keeps unfolding. Yeah, I obviously can't say anything because you haven't finished it. But like every time they think, "All right, it's just this. We need to fix that." There's something else. Yeah. Uh, also, that lead engineer that was running the reactor room that night is such a dick. Yeah. Like every time he opened his mouth, I w- I couldn't believe it. Such an asshole. Yeah, I, uh, that was like the, the whole first episode. I was like, why did you even hire all these people if you're not going to listen to uh, not a single fucking one? I think that's... The core is showing. No, it's not. You will walk over there and look at it. That's not the core. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, they didn't think they... Like, he's in, he's in control. He studied this. He's done it before. He's like, I know what's happening. There can't be a problem because we did it right. That was the whole issue. Is like everybody's... I wouldn't say brainwashed per se, but like... They think because 
they're in charge of the reactor, everything's fine. There's just blinders on. Like that can't exactly. happen. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, there's graphite on the ground. Fucking impossible. That's yeah. not it. That's that's another black rock. <laughs> I put that there yesterday. Did you ever read Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell? No. All right, never mind. Malcolm who? At what? Malcolm Gladwell. He's an author. He writes Gladwell. Books. He's well, glad to be well. <laughs> uh, I won't go into it then if you haven't read it. So never mind. Sad ill. Uh, Chernobyl solid. Very dramatic. Very tense. It's a very, it's a very nice uh, like historical drama. Yeah, it's, like it's nice that it's not like documentary, but it's also very heavily based on what actually happened. So cool. HBO's killing it, man. Thrones is over. People are freaking out a little bit, but all their shows are great. I think once I get through Chernobyl, though, I'm turning it off. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff on my list of things I want to watch that all happen to be HBO stuff. What was the new um, Eastbound and Down dude? Yeah, there's a, a show. What's his well, name? I don't know. Um, Michael Douglas? Kenny Powers, but I can't remember the actor's name. Yeah. Um, there's a show with him and John Goodman and somebody else where they're all televangelists. Danny McBride. Is, is that the Jesus. one you're thinking of? I think so. There's a lot of big names in it. Uh, and there's another one on that. Um, also on HBO, Vice Presidents. Yeah, someone's... Oh, The Righteous Gemstones was the one that I saw. It's got a lot of big names. So, let's see, cast. So, Danny McBride. Oh, yeah. Adam Devine. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They're televangelists, and they're all a bunch of savages. John Goodman's in it. It looks so funny. Yeah, there's there's a lot of big names in it, and it looked really really funny. So it's, It looked funny. Much better than this. <laughs> um. <laughs> what? What accent was that? Much better than this. Was that Gru from... The Indispendables, or what? Indispendables. <laughs> what is the indecisive? What's the, the one cartoon? word? Yeah. Um, With the grunts. Oh, the Incredibles. No. Incredibles is the family. I haven't seen it, so I don't know what happens. Indeductibles. What's the, with Gru? G-R-U. G-R-U. Wait, who's Gru? Why am I blanking on this? From Despicable Me, sorry. Oh, I haven't seen that either, yeah. Oh, really? That's a really good uh, really good show. I didn't see none of them. Oh, wow. There's three of them now. I was just about to do something. Uh, Felonius Gru was, is his name. Great. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good time in the in the readers. I've heard it's good. I like... Um, it's like a funnier show. I want to blank on his name, too. God damn it. Michael Scott from The Office. Yeah. I... Um, I'm a big fan of his work. So much a fan, I would say, that I don't know what his name is. <laughs> Can't remember it. I'm not going to look it That's up That's why either. we're here. For information, peeps. The Indespectables. <laughs> Indespectables. <laughs> I need to... Uh, other thing I forgot last week was to... Uh, oh, my God. What? Sorry, I forgot. Before I forget, I, I booted up uh, Jedi Knight Mysteries of the Sith. It's a bad mistake. Uh, it's a PC game. I remember loving it. It is horrendous. It is so bad. It's like the it's like terrible CGI, like classic terrible CGI from the 90s. Like the original Dark Knight or Jesus, uh Dark Jedi ones. Yeah. But there's no cutscenes. So you don't even have like fake people going on and like <laughs> this, so there was just like blocks of people walking up, their mouths don't move. That's how bad it is. They just shake their head like back and forth slowly 
the Jedi are taking over. Wow. How old like, is it? 96 or something? 97? Oh, shit, but the, oh, the Jedi, the yeah, the Jedi Knight games are before that. It's oh. supposed to be third in line. It's bad. It sucks. Bad. But it's Mara Jade and, uh, and Kyle Katarn. We talked about Kyle Katarn again. That's the end of that. I didn't know that one was in the middle of the series. Yeah. What's it called? Mysteries of the Sith. I don't think I've heard of that one. I got it as a bonus. So when I bought Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2, Mysteries of the Sith came with it. I probably do. I bought that whole bundle even though I don't have Windows because it's on Steam. So if I log into my Steam account on Windows, mm. I can play it. But uh, I think half of them were Mac. So I just bought the whole bundle just for one day. Um, just for the day. <laughs> just for one day, I'll be able to... Oh, well, speaking of, I'm going to install a boot camp partition on my, uh, on my Mac so I can start up windows and then i can run age of yeah because uh fucko in our chat um said something about the age of empires 2 definitive edition and i'm like i need to play this right now i need it in my life what is it a definitive edition well they did that they brought it back the first one like a year or two ago and it was i think just remastered and refined a little bit mm -hmm. uh for age of empires one really yeah and then they just that. announced age of empires 2 at um b3 b3 q3 so I do, I do want to play that. There's a lot of uh, PC games I've been missing out on, you might say. Yeah, a lot of them. Um, before we jump into Guess the Scene, you want to do the raffle here real quick? The raffle? Not the raffle, the giveaway. I was going to say. Well, I guess it is kind of a raffle system. If by raffle you mean I look at a list of our patrons and close my eyes and pick one at random. <laughs> That's how it works, though. Uh, we've got just a little podcast. I think that's Cookie or Marco. Marcus? Mark Graham? Uh, and uh, Rural Farm Boy up in this bitch. Rural Farm Boy. You're always you're always up, man. You're always here. Yeah, you are a champion of... I'm with it. You're like the Hercules of normal human beings. Hercules. Which means Hercules. <laughs> you're just a hero. Hercules is the Hercules of normal human beings. Hercules! Yeah, it didn't work. Hello, Leif. Or do you pronounce it Leif? I don't know. Did you ever watch uh, Shameless? Yeah, I watched it Sorry, all. Sorry, that's not what I meant. No, then. Did you ever watch <laughs> Crashing? No. Pete Holmes? It's not bad. I, I recommend you try it out. I think you've recommended that before. Yeah. It's quick. Each, each episode is like 22 minutes, and each season is only six episodes. So you can get through the whole thing in like three hours. Who do we want to pick for the winner? Who do we want to pick? Randomize it, randomize it, randomize it. Keep scrolling. <laughs> right? Oh, nope. There we go. Three, two, one. Who are you? You landed on uh, Hogan. Hogan? Hogan Garrison. You lucky son of a bitch. I think Hogan uh, won. So what he won was... Uh, podcast hat we we introduced those uh, at celebration uh, if you guys are fans of the show and want to look like mopar or even try to attempt to be as cool True. as one said mopar i put a hat on i didn't recognize myself you, in the or if you got a bald spot this is a great opportunity <laughs> cover up that um so hogan will get a podcast hat and then a pilsner urkel glass uh, we'll be sending that out to him uh but i do want to reiterate next three Patrons, new patrons. Fuck the, fuck the ones that are already here. Next three uh, new, new patrons will get 
uh, a, a or sorry, a Pilsner Kell beer glass Mark. sent out to them. So yes, uh, this is one of my favorite beer glasses, honestly. Just the girth of it. It's like an R two D two. Like it's just girth. It is, and, I, and it's short and short and stout. Short and but it it's a Pilsner. Short and Pilsner. All right, I see Mopar. <laughs> I see you. I, I see, see what you're doing. I see it. I understand. Ooh. All right, so let's get into guess the scene. I, I know everybody uh, live loves to get into this. It's I a mean, fun game. We skipped it last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We accidentally forgot. See what? Well, that was our first episode back, and that's when I forgot the title. That's when I forgot a bunch of things. You know what I see here is four, four, four. Ooh. You want to do episode four? Forty-four minutes in. My favorite movie. I think they're still dusty. It's the not boring one. I think it's still on Tatooine. They're definitely still on Tatooine. I guarantee that. That sucks. Do you still <laughs> want to do that? <laughs> yeah, because I think it was the issue last time. We don't serve their kind. That's what I'm guessing. I think it was a little later and we were like, oh, they're taking off probably from Tatooine. And no, they're still in the cantina. They still got another fucking tirade of things to do on the Mos Eisley. So 44 minutes into the A New Hope. You know what? It's it, I, I'm, I'm going to say... It's probably in between these aren't the droids you're looking for and we don't serve your their kind, which is only like a, I feel like a two minute span, but I feel like it's somewhere in there. The tricky thing is it could be one of those random scenes on the Death Star that they cut back to. Yeah. Like that happens like a couple of times while they're on Tatooine. Wait, when does the, um, I find your lack of faith disturbing choke scene happen? It's right there somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, it's while they're on Tatooine still. <laughs> So again, uh, guess the scene. This is uh, we're on episode four, 44 minutes into that movie. Um, what scene is happening at the uh, 44 minute mark? <laughs> episode four. Yeah. I, oh, now that you said that, does that happen first or does the uh, we don't serve your kind? I feel like that would have to happen first. Uh, that's not the droid you're looking for. No. The, I find your lack of faith disturbing. Mm, see, that's I don't know where those splice in, so I don't know exactly. I'm not the person. To ask. I think I think it's pretty early in. I think that happens <laughs> like after they find R two out by the sand people, and it like Obi Wan comes out with his shriek and then saves Luke, wow! lead him back home. And then, <laughs> and then he goes and sees the skeletons. And then from the skeletons, I feel like it goes into that. And then they break away. These aren't the droids you're looking for. I'm, I'm not, my official one is going to be these aren't the droids you're looking for. 44 minutes in. All right. I'm going to say a little before that, uh, Obi-Wan and Luke are on the cliff looking at Mos Eisley. Much too accurate for sand no, people. No, not that part. More wretched hive of scum and <laughs> More fuckery. wretched wretchedness on the wretched. Scum and ridiculousness. So get in your guess uh, if you're listening to us later. Pause uh, if you need to. Pause and really think about it. Because we're scrubbing through. All right. We're about a half hour in and Ben just showed up. That crazy old wizard is just an old crazy man. Oh, I forgot about that whole scene Ooh, too. Oh! The house. Blast points at 40. 42, Luke's crying. <gasps> Did oh, I get it right? You might have. Oh, boy. There's a Ronto <laughs> walking in my face. Give me one second. We're at 43 and a half. Oh, my God. I'm good at this. I hate listening back and me yelling into the thing. It's okay. You're I get like, excited, man. Yeah, it was, so it was about 43 minutes and 40 is when he says, he says the mind trick. And we have a, a grace period of a minute either direction. So you win. Move along. It's almost like when he says move along, it's like right there. 
So, did you win? Or did you win? What did you guess? Did you get it? Did you lose? Did you watch the movie? Did you use the time? Is this the uh, unaltered or the uh, despecialized? This is the special edition, just because we started it. We started the game using okay. those. So I wanted to keep it nice and consistent. If can you, you will. can you bring up the despecialized here? Yeah. Go to uh, like that that exact scene, and I want to look around because uh, that's Moss Eisley. I, f- I just when I was watching it on the plane, I just kept thinking, look how empty this area is. It's supposed to be like the city. Look at the, oh my god! I don't think it looks that bad. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It, this is really busy right here. Before or later than this, you want later, to later than this. It's when they're walking into cantina. There's like two people in the entire scene. I, f- I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Whoop. Yeah, it's not that bad. Three people walking in a line. <laughs> I don't know. It's not that bad, but it seems very empty for a city. I know what you mean. Yeah, but it's also Tatooine. It's not Coruscant. Yeah, I feel you. We'll see what a- happens when they walk out. Yeah, I guess it's not that bad. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's better than a fucking Ronto in my face. Almost as good. Anything's better than that. Oh, move along, move along. Literally so, move along. So that was guess the scene. We got like we're checking shit off here. Guess the scene giveaway. I talked about patron two out. Of, I got to hit eight mark. I got to talk about it eight times. So marketing people say if you just stop, if you just keep fucking talking about stuff until people do it, then they do it. Guys, you know about Patreon? It's Patreon with an E shoved in there. You go have, to patreon.com. Have you checked it out? Ha <laughs> Good day, Galaxy. Travis said he started digital recording his old VCR copies. Interesting. Oh, nice. We actually have uh, VHSs right here from, I think, 95. So these got to be pre, pre-special editions. They are, but isn't it uh, not remastered per se, but like enhanced, right? I'm not sure. I don't I feel like it is. So like it says, oh, sorry, it just says a widescreen edition, oh, which is nice. Because back then everything was full screen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Using thinkings. We said thinking Jar Jar gonna die, Obi. So we talked a little bit about Chernobyl. We'll be done with that. Uh, the Vader thing. Let's get into your Vader theory thing. So I was watching some videos from uh, Star Wars Explained there on the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were discussing a conversation that he had with his wife about Vader and at the end of Return of the Jedi it's pretty um, confirmed that he dies from Force Lightning from Palpatine he memes himself talks to Luke cries a little bit dusts his face uh, and then he eventually dies because the lightning fucked him up so they were just talking about it and something popped up and their their question was like is it possible that Vader was keeping himself alive so long from anger and hatred and rage and he should have died on Mustafar and he shouldn't be able to live in his suit, but he's so mad that the dark side keeps him alive that once Luke actually turns him and he's back on the good side and he redeems himself, he doesn't have the dark side anymore. He has no anger and his body just fails because he can't keep himself alive anymore. I mean, I think it's a blend of the two. I always thought it was a blend. Like, I think it's definitely like script wise. It's the lightning. Yeah, I mean, that but makes it's sense. an interesting thought. Like, I mean, he shouldn't be alive. He's a fucking demented monster, a zombie person. So, like, it, it would make sense that, like, his hatred and rage is keeping him alive throughout the whole thing. And we've talked about that as we read through some of his comics and everything. You and know, then once he doesn't have that, he, <clears throat> like, he can't keep his body moving. 
They ruined it. Who ruined what? <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> they ruined, uh, I mean, kind of the theories around this and the discussions around it because Grievous exists. He's a set of fucking lungs, an eyeball, and a kidney. And he exists without the dark side. Well, with uh, let's just call it trace amounts of dark side. So trace. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's he's not funneling anything like enough to keep himself alive. So there are machines out there good enough to keep a set of organs alive. Right. Anakin physically should still be able to live. Like even now on Earth, you can have your arms cut off and your legs cut off and you could be completely fine because there's no vital organs hit. So I completely think uh, the suit itself should be able to keep him alive. Now, I think the suit was keeping him alive. So he was able to build the anger and be so efficient in a shitty suit because he was way too powerful for how clunky that suit was. True. He should not have been that agile. So Grievous ruined my thought. Grievous. Thanks a lot, Grievous. General Grievous. (laughs) He's shorter than I expected. <laughs> you're, you're much more arid in the uh, waistline. You're than skinny I th- as fuck. <laughs> you look great. What have you been doing, Jenny Craig? Do you oil yourself, or uh, what do you what do you do for enthusiasm in the gut, man? Like, what the fuck are you taking those probiotics, Grievous? <laughs> I see you. Does he have to relieve himself one way or another? He doesn't have Hydraulic giblets fuel. left. He doesn't have giblets. He just gets an oil change every once in a while. Yeah, he's got to re- uh, replenish the hydraulic fuel. Could you imagine him in an oil bath with just a bunch of sluts around him? <laughs> oh, these are, the, these are the good days. Wait, so what would it be? Twilex that also got damaged in a crash <laughs> and got rebuilt as robots? Just headless, <laughs> headless droids. All they could save was the Lekus, and they just built a robot out of the rest of it. You know, um, there was something I read. I, we might have touched on it uh, years and years ago about... Grievous absolutely hated droids, and it even more so fueled his anger because he was received as a droid for the most part. Oh. And that just fucking pissed him off because he thought droids were way below him. Yeah. So, like, well, even, even Grievous, I think, says something like, oh, the droid army is done by Grievous because that's his people. And he's like, you, Grievous, <laughs> fuck you. You made me like this. Like, in a, he didn't know that, but fembots, he just, <laughs> he's surrounded by a bunch of fembots. That would be it. Uh, I read his comic the other day. He's pissed, man. Grievous? He's pissed. Uh, he kills a couple Jedi. He's tracking them down, and there's this <laughs> Stop. Jedi. Stop. Pause. Double pause. He kills a couple Jedi just, like, at the beginning. But you scanned over that so quickly. Yeah, he kills a couple uh, ancient people that should never die. Well, that's and kind then of he... his shtick. You know, I don't think I need to go into detail. <laughs> Grievous is like, die and give me your hilt, please. Thank you. Die. Next. So, yeah, it starts off with, I'm, I'm sure they're like Padawans or something because he just like cuts them down. He's like, on the way to the laundry day. <laughs> on the way to the laundromat. He had to get his cape. The Jedi laundromat. Re- repressed. But there's this uh, forest temple on a different planet and he was tracking them there. So he kills them, goes inside the temple. And then the force is trying to show him this vision of like how how demented he is because of all of his. Wait, how is the force reaching out to him? Let me find it. What? See, that's also it really might not cool. Be the force reaching out to him. It could be this thing in the temple that like shows you a vision. Let me find it. That's also really cool because I I do truly believe that should exist. Like even if you're not force sensitive per se, the force should be able to still reach out to you. Yeah, for sure. 
So like he comes up along this wall in the temple and he like goes in. <laughs> he's like, I'm here. He's pissed. And then it starts to show him like, yeah, that he's having like a forced oh, that's him. acid trip right here. And then here's him before the crash. He looks kind of terrible. He looked cooler uh, in Legends, but that's fine. His species looks cool, but he looks like a, uh, a he, he looks like a bad guard in Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> with a yeah. hundred bad guys with swords. And then he he's does. in the background, like just swinging his sword. What in the? So, anyways, it's trying to show him that he's become, you know, just pure, wretched, evil, and hatred because he's so angry about uh, his wreck and everything. He's got withdrawal. It's trying Look to turn him, him like back, scratching his skin off. He's yeah, having it's, it's just trying to like open his mind up and be like, you know, you're you're having a bad life right now because you're trying to kill everybody. And then he gets out of the vision. And he's like, "Fuck this!" And he goes around and he cuts everything up and he <laughs> explodes and he has his uh. Uh, his ship from space bombard the planet and just blow the fucking Jedi Temple. I thought it was so brutal. Fire. I thought it was so freaking savage. These close-ups. I mean, his eyes are some of the best part of any species. That's one of the best things George Lucas has ever made is General Grievous's eyes. <laughs> the fact that he had two of them sucks. If he had three, could you imagine? He'd be my favorite character. What about just one? Like a Cyclops. Uh, what's Mopar Saiyan's Legends stories? I don't know what that question is. <laughs> um, badass Yoda shirt. Actually, yeah. So this was a gift to myself from I Commander. It. I got it for, from him. Yeah. So thank you. If you want one, hit him up. Because <clears throat> I ordered one of these and it was the shittiest. I told you that it was like this big. Oh, I and think it was that's like, why I got that for you. Yeah. It's terrible, dude. I've gotten so many terrible shirts. I online. immediately opened it up and just threw it right in the trash. I was like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even give this away. You know, uh, yeah, that's happened to me a couple times. I scrolling through Facebook, I see an ad for a cool shirt. I got, I saw a cool Wayne's World one. Um, and then you buy it, and then it's this shirt that's three t- three sizes too big, and the image is as small as possible right on the center, and it just looked like garbage. I almost want to just start wearing shirts like that because they're such trash looking. Just like a fucking crooked logo. Crooked. <laughs> I just want to get like the uh, DVD covers, uh, 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 but actual size and just put it on my chest. <laughs> like Wayne's World. Wayne's World just like right here and that's it. Doesn't say anything else. <laughs> just colored. Cool. Everything's just kind of more red than usual. That's a ridiculous idea. <laughs> it sounds cool though. I'm going to text it to myself. Sweeted. <laughs> you know what that is with the yeah. Be Kind Rewind? Dude, I wish they would have done Star Wars, Sweeted. It's true. Couldn't get the rights, guaranteed. Dude, when they start when they start making the Swedish versions in Be Kind Rewind, the the Rush Hour one, this bamboo very strong, and he tries to break it. And he's like, ah! <laughs> the funniest part on that, but I still crack up at every time. I know what you're gonna say. Well, besides uh, Jack Black's like assistant mechanic, he's amazing. Uh, but it's when they have to do night vision and they scan their faces on the copier and they oh, invert the colors God. on the camera. But every time they're turning, it's just one image. So they turn their faces the same position every time. It looks so ridiculous. I actually, I thought you were going to say, because every time someone gets shot, they put like a pizza where the people oh, yeah. got shot. And that's supposed to be the blood. It's a blood spatter. <laughs> pizza. That's so funny. <laughs> that's such a great movie. I got to stop so there. I, I drive all around Pasaic, New Jersey often, because that's actually where one of my distributors like lives, like within 45 minutes of that area. I always tell myself, I'm going to drive over there just to drive through the city, and I never get to it. So, But one of these times, I'm going to stop through there. <clears throat> yeah. So go check that movie out. Yes, highly 
recommend highly recommend Mose Def and Jack Black and Mose Def and Danny Glover Danny Glover's Danny Glover's so your Vader thing fell through well I still think it's an interesting thought let's just ignore Grievous for a little bit like I think that I, I, I like it I like the idea that I'm sure the lightning fucking hurt him obviously but if he got shot by Palpatine and then he killed Luke and kept being pissed I think he would have survived I think he lost the dark side because he turned back. He redeemed himself and uh, he couldn't keep his zombie ass body alive anymore. His zombie ass was alive, but his body felt give through. This is the Empire's ass. This is the Empire's ass. <laughs> that was a cross between all of it. America. This is our bridge from the Marvel Universe to the Star Wars Universe. <laughs> um, I, I'd like to think that once the suit went down, there was no saving him. Yeah. Like, regardless of what actually killed him, once the suit goes down, he can't live outside of the suit. Doesn't he have a vault like Batman where he has multiple suits? Yeah. Well, is that a good question? <laughs> That's why I asked it. Um, no, I, I imagine, I, like, yeah. Well, I mean, he, I don't think he does. I but highly doubt it. Well, is I it weird? I take that back. Is it weird that in episode four, his suit looks like shit? And then five Dude, and six? Dude, it is. And you know what I didn't notice? Let's talk about this for half a fucking second. I didn't notice this until I saw the Black Series figure, but he has these little ribbons of felt on his fucking thing. Ribbons of felt. I don't know how else to say that, but look at his suit here, and he has these two little straps on the side of material, the same material as his cape. It looks bad there. It's supposed to be more of a like a full, because it goes all the way through his belt. It well, goes I, to the floor. I think just so. like Revan. And it's kind of blended in when it's when it's him on film. It's like not that bad. But I didn't notice that that was there at all until I saw the Black Series figure. And I was like, what the fuck is this little vest thing? Going no, it's on? not a vest. It's like the front part of his robes, but it's tucked into his belt. Yeah. Well, so I if you take off now. the if you take off the belt, that it would like flow. Flow. Well, I get that now. Like look at that uh, where he's flying through the air right there. The white. This one? Nope. To the left of that. See, he's got like parachute pants. Oh, they don't have it built in there. Kinda. Yeah. It goes around his legs. I see what you mean. Um, but yeah, I think it looks dumb and I didn't notice it until now. So I wanted to complain about <laughs> so it. So Vader's no longer. Uh, the reason I brought that up is because I was, I was going to say that he does change suits. I mean, his suit is different a little bit in all those. And even <laughs> in Revenge of the Sith, it's a little different too. You would imagine. One thing that I've always been pissed off about imagine. is. Oh, you could imagine uh, is the fact that he's so handy mechanically. Why wouldn't he be able to build a better suit? He built the fastest pod ever. I thought you were going to say handsome. He's so handsome. He's so handsome. <laughs> Actually, I think there's a cringy comic that just came out where some like sympathetic woman falls in love with Darth Vader. The last time I was on Twitter, I saw a bunch of screen grabs. Don't, and I don't was mention like, that. If you mention that again, hey, guys, <laughs> that's 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 that ruins everything. It does a lot. That happens. let me let me ask you something else that may ruin everything. As long as you don't forget to keep talking about how handy he is. So in episode nine, let me ask you this real simply: if they have a another super weapon in episode nine. On a scale from one to green, how fucking pissed would you be? Green. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be dumb. 
there's I don't there's think there's theories out there now already. Well, there's been See, theories the, since before the trailer. The right? only way they could get away with it is if it was a different type of super weapon and not necessarily a big tit gun. I it like like the Star Forge. If it was more of like a fucking man, like a production, like that well, would be fine with me. It would still be kind of dumb, but you got to get past this death ray. But like, I, I'm done with it. Well, think about it from a plot perspective. Like, what is going to bring the two armies to their like their main conflict with one another? Like a lot of times it would existing. be like a ju- well yeah I mean they have battles they have battles they have battles but like the <laughs> final fucking showdown it's called Star Wars there's wars and wars 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 conflicts battles grievances um, but the final big one is going to be over something some huge event that they did or the super weapon that they built or something like so that so now that you say that I'm going to start digging into what I want that's what my, I want that, that's my way to apologize for the Death Star too. This is, I, I came up with this during my traffic drive. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. So uh, this is for everybody. I was thinking of a Star Wars film story, Why whatever. Why did you say traffic drive? <laughs> traffic drive. All right. Um, picture this. A planet. Th- this is what made me think of it. Uh, so in Fallen Order, the reason the Empire's there is for the tree sap. It, but they really? do, they don't specify what the tree sap is used for, and I kind of go into theories for the patrons on my little rant. But that was one of the things I read was the imperial in, uh, compound or whatever was there. Their presence was because of the tree sap, and okay. I was like, "What the fuck is the tree sap for? This is awesome!" Blah blah blah. It gives you force powers. So that got me thinking. Let's just say there's a planet with something along the lines of tree sap that's it's lush with this Canada. one with this one element mineral whatever it is. It's mm-hmm. lush with it. Let's say there's two species or two opposing cults, cultures, tribes tribes on this one planet. Okay. One of them lives in the very lush part. The other one is in, let's just say, desert. And they they need to get to the lush part to just live and exist. They've been battling these these two or this other culture. What am I trying to say? Civilization. Civilization. Whatever. whatever. So let's just say... The rebellion starts funding the the species that lives in the um the lush part. Let's, okay. just, let's just call it Mineral X. They live on top of Mineral X. Boom. The Mineral X could be very useful in military applications, and the rebellion wants to get to that before the Empire. So the rebellion starts giving the Mineral X um, civilization weapons money and that sort of thing. Yeah. The Empire hears about this and starts funneling money and weapons into the other people. For sure. This could be the big battle over something as stupid as that because if you win over this Mineral X, it could change like the technology of the war, something like that, it, like crazily. But it's but it's like so demonizing on both sides. I the, like that. Because the one civilization simply just needs this mineral to live. Yeah, like I that's know what you mean. so they look at the rebellion like, dude, fuck you. I'm just trying to like save my family, and I'm getting shot up by rebellion, uh, X wings and shit. Yeah, what the fuck? Fuck the rebellion. So that's like, I love the split. I love the setting. I love the divide, and I love how both of them can come in, destroy each other, and the entire planet basically gets destroyed because of the overlying conflict. And maybe have a couple of the both species that get away, and they're like, this whole thing's fucked. They fucked everything up. They took everything that we had. They destroyed our families. It's their fault and their fault. 
And I feel like that would be a good like pirate. Like let's you know what? Let's just work together and fuck them both up. Let's steal from both of them. But it also adds in the element of like this innocent group that's caught in the middle of the struggle. Both of them are innocent. Like, who, like who's not idea. innocent? I like the idea. Only thing I would say there in defense of uh, episode nine being like the last of a trilogy and the last of a saga, that kind of scenario requires a lot more buildup and exposition. I didn't mean for episode nine. I just yeah, meant no, for I like, like a, side, for a side thing. Like, my, I guess my whole point was in defending uh, like the super weapon trope is that for the two forces to come to a head in a super critical battle, I feel like it usually is over something huge like that. Like, in 8, they were about to be wiped out entirely. That could have been the end of the Resistance. That's a pretty big deal. Uh, in Episode 7, the Starkiller base blew up the fucking re- entire Republic in one shot, and it could do it again. So, like, there's huge moments like that that everybody in the Resistance needs to, like, step up and join this battle. But the issue was there was nothing at stake. For how... for It's it's the Alderaan effect. We weren't Nothing shown... was at stake. No, I didn't give a flying fuck exactly. about Alderaan. Exactly. I didn't give a shit about the Hosnian system because... I don't. There's nothing that I connect to yet. Well, they you showed, blew it they up. Showed f- the little the, the, the dude. There was that one guy who was like sipping on his mar- ah, martini while it was turning red, and he was like, "Shit, ah, that's what that's, is happening." But that's that's a lack in. I think I feel like um, writing. Like why? Okay, you blew that up, but it wasn't even set up before you blew it up. Well, it was the first movie. They've done they it. Time to set it up. Even Han Solo was like, "They've done what? What the fuck are you talking about?" First Order's done it. The Force Order. They've done it. Uh, Thin says that. Um, I understand the argument on both sides. I think it would be unimaginative to have yet another super weapon. I hope that doesn't happen in nine, but I guess me explaining why it happened in seven, that's kind of what I'm going for. Now, uh, last episode, we did take a look at those vanity pictures. Yeah, vanity fair. We're getting Knights of Ren. Hell yeah. You want to start theorizing about that? When? Do, where do they come in, into play? Well, I think I did mention this after Celebration... But before we saw the Vanity Fair pictures, obviously, it was my theory that when Kylo Ren and the teaser is running through that forest, chopping people down, he's chopping down his own guys. He's chopping down the Knights of Ren. So my theory is, obviously, Kylo is opposed to Rey and the crew. But when they discover what the hell is going on with Palpatine, if it's a holocron or if he's back or whatever it's going to be, I think Kylo realizes it's that big of a deal that he needs to stop that. And they join forces. The Knights of Ren are trying to stop him. Because like obviously they're they're serving him, but they maybe they're serving somebody higher above. Maybe they're protecting some kind of secret. So when he's trying to go after it, he has to cut them all down in order to get there and help Ray. That's my theory. I'm actually I'm honestly surprised that not only are they in nine, that they put them in the first batch of um, images released. I think that's how much crazy shit's gonna happen. Do we have like a, a rough time? length of this film is it going to be like two and a half hours uh, i don't think so um one of the things i actually came across and not to blow all of my extra patron only stuff but there was a small tidbit that i uh came across that i uh, spoke about episode nine uh is a little different than all other films or in star wars because they are editing on filming days they're editing on site and that was something that I read that the uh, film editor talked JJ into because of the time constraint. She said for episode uh, seven and eight, they got started filming in like July or 
May or something like that. They said in nine, they didn't get started till uh, August. So she said oh, yeah. there was like four months less that they had uh, for post-production. And for a film like Star Wars, they said post-production is usually longer. Two-thirds of the work. Yeah, two-thirds of the work. So she said, if we can just edit on site during filming, that even like rough cuts, it would save so much time. Um, and he, I guess, had a lot of pushback and he said, no, we, that's not how we do it. But eventually he broke down and said, okay, we're going to do that for this film. That's interesting. So, I mean, I didn't think it was going to mess up. I Let me say it this way. If Nine's a failure, that's one of the points I'm sure that's going to be brought up. This it was completely different because of that. It's not going to be a failure. We already know that. I know. Uh, Kerner here says uh, Kylo has stormtroopers with him during that sequence in the trailer, though. How do you know they're with him? Uh, not against him. Right. Or if that leaked poster we now know is actually somewhat true. Remember, there was that row of red stormtroopers at the very bottom. So perhaps the Knights of Ren have their own little garrison, like the 501st. Or vice versa, Kylo Ren has his own garrison that's loyal to him. Fuck the First Order. We're following Kylo because he's the badass. Could you imagine, like, the First Order as literally... There's going to be more to this once, oh, even after I... So, like, being the actual First Order, like, it's phase one. Let's call it phase one. The phase one order. They go. They do this. They take over, and they really start um, putting them, like, the restraints down on the, the governments, the New Republic, start killing the Jedi, and they do okay. They... And... So maybe the second order, this is phase two, are these red stormtroopers. There's more technology. There more time. There was more preparations in the second wave. Are you talking about relation of their name to like some sort of contingency plan? Well, they like, like almost like uh, just got brighter. the daytime came We're back, everybody. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> was that a Nelly song? Uh-oh, uh-oh, hey. <laughs> was Bob in the night? Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> We're getting copies stricken. Oh my god. That's funny. Uh, no, more more along the lines like they like whoever put these contingency plans in order, let's say it's Palpatine, he knew the first order was a limited like a temporary order. Let's let's put these stormtroopers, we'll get them new shit and let's say Kylo or we'll put Snoke in order or in uh in power. In power. The, but while that's doing its thing, we're training all these crazy assassins. What if this has already happened though? Like what if what if it's already known what what went on? This is where we need to read the aftermath books. I don't know. I like the idea. I think when we first heard that it was um, it was called the First Order, we were like, well, what if Palpatine had Order 66? Maybe this is the first one in a different string of them or something. Like they're doing their orders the way uh, the Star Wars films were released. We'll start at 66. 66 then go to 1, and then go to 100, <laughs> then go to 9. Loot crates. Yeah, what if they have loot crates in Episode 9? Loot crates. L- loot crates. That way, like, if you come, if you come to the uh, theater with an extra fifty bucks, you get another half hour, and, and a fake lightsaber. Which what about is fifty bucks, motherfucker? You know you owe me. You owe me from last time, motherfucker. Comb uh, your beard. The first order was a hermit state and military. What is junta? Uh, that emerged during the era of the New Republic, three decades after the fall of the Empire. Was at once a remnant of the Empire. The first order evolved into a separate faction but still remain influenced by a new order ideology. Under the rule of Supreme Leader Snoke, the First Order military was mobilized through a clandestine rearmament program that violated the Galactic Concordance, the peace treaty that ended the Galactic Civil War. See, there has to be a whole, there's a whole trilogy called Aftermath, and I guarantee all that shit we want is in there. I just haven't read it because I'm a bad fan. Was a hermit state and military junta, junta, that emerged 
during the era of the New Republic. I just read all that. I know. I'm just slowly, I'm trying to take that in. So known as, wait, also known as The Order. Yeah. Hmm. History. For roughly a thousand years, the Galactic Empire was fucked by Darth Vader and his long dick of the... What? Chancellor Mothma. I didn't realize she was Chancellor. Was Chancellor Mothma uh, Mothma killed in episode 7? Is that what we're assuming? I don't know, actually. Because if we knew she was killed during the Hosnian blow-up, that would mean a lot more to me. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if she was or not. Huh. I have to read more about this. I don't know if it's appropriate to read it on the air because everyone's probably bored. <laughs> it's fine. Fuck them. But I do want to, I mean, I'm curious, like as the Galactic Empire collapsed, it transformed into the Imperial Remnant. That's kind of throwing back to legends. Even their white uniforms, everything look fucking sweet. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, it's this whole thing about the unknown regions that I don't know if they've even completed telling the story about, but... Oh, it fled to the unknown regions where they reformed into the First Order. Because that's where Jakku comes in. So you're... Because that's an unknown region. Before Palpatine was... Before Palpatine died, he was obsessed with trying to research these hyperspace routes that led safely into the unknown regions so they could come back. And I think Jakku was an outpost or it was a uh, a laboratory or something like on the way into the outer regions, unknown regions. Could you imagine that Ray was born in the unknown regions? Ooh. Ooh, and she was brought back from like a failed. S- oh, what if Ray is Eugene Vaughn? How many tentacles does she have? I think I figured it <laughs> out, everybody. Episode 10. Here we go. No, but that's actually, I mean, that's, that's cool. If, I mean, that makes sense. If, if Palpatine was trying to go outside of all because of, he he has this he, it's all in his basket but outside of it he's like you know what I could live for another fucking sixty years off of some shit that I find out there let's let's start, start looking it up you got better hyperdrives more hydro spanners look at the dude's face over there to the left <laughs> that's a uh, dude from uh, Resistance I'm pretty fucked up <laughs> oh, I can't speak. <laughs> I'm actively doing it, but I, I can't talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Announcing that I can't speak. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm hyped for nine. I don't know what's going to happen. That's the thing that I love the most. Like uh, Travis just mentioned, are they going to do what Marvel did for um, Endgame and purposely put wrong footage and trailers and stuff? Well, just like Rogue One, the whole fucking thing was Well, different. that was because of reshoots. That wasn't because of purpose, purposely misdirecting us. Endgame, they literally filmed extra stuff that wasn't part of the movie. I can see them doing to that. put in the trailer. So I think for nine, especially being the one that's going to tie everything together, and the whole hatred boys that are all pissed about episode eight, I think they're going to play it very, very carefully. Yeah, if this has to do deeply, play it carefully as far as marketing goes. Sorry, not way to mopar it up. Not, not. I didn't want to mean um, like they were going to play it safe as far as like the plot and everything. I just mean. Marketing the, um, the movie and doing the trailers and getting the word out. I think they're going to play it safe. Keep keep continuing. I don't know what I was going to say. It was somewhere up there. I'm just I'm, I'm kind of thinking about the uh, unknown regions. I'm, I'm really interested. To, was there more Wookiee sap out there that they wanted to know about? A bunch of unknown sap, too. It's good. It's gone. It's good on bread. <laughs> Preserves. Preserved and ain't got nemin and chemicals in it. Oh man, <laughs> all natural Wookie hair and sap. <laughs> you got your green, you got your juices. 
<laughs> you got your brain. <laughs> yeah. Vitamin, vitamin W. Uh, can you cite some examples where Endgame showed fake footage? Turner, no. I'm not going to write a research paper on that right now. <laughs> I'll do a synopsis later. But uh, See my footnote seven. Uh, <laughs> no, the I the actually, Hulk was seen in this scene that he wasn't actually in. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was either scenes that were different than what appeared in the movie or they removed or added things to scenes. Uh, like when all the Avengers are walking through the room ready to get uh, teleported. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Hawk is there. I don't think Thor is in there. I don't think Iron Man's in there. Hmm. So they just show half of them, but stuff like that. Leading up to the destruction of the Hosnian system. Kerner, just go to YouTube and look. I think Mr. Sunday has a video that's like all the scenes in the trailers for Endgame that weren't in the movie. Much better show than this. And he's, I wouldn't say it's a better show per se. He's better at explaining that kind of detail. And having good knowledge. He's also funny than us too. That's 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 the Damn first it. That's the first order. Damn it, Mistress Sunday. What the fuck? I you said Mistress Sunday. Damn it! Mistress Sundays. Empress. Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Empress Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Um most oh, let's jump into this. What? Most, most relatable characters. Relatable characters. Talk about it. So I kind of had a gripe. against my own thinkings. Well, that you can't relate to any character in Star Wars. Well, there's I'm gonna get to a peak point. I relate most to Luke because I'm a hero also. I know nothing. <laughs> so I like this dude. Uh, so I was kind of looking at um, it all started with Solo. Spears good. And one of my favorite I don't want to say side characters, supporting characters Chewy. was Tobias Beckett. Oh yeah. Nice. Um, because he was like the wise old dude but he's also a fuck up and he's also emotionally scarred and you know that but he's still kind of the hero but he kind of turns at the end but you still learn like there's so much depth and even the small stuff like his crew obviously he was in love with Val he picked up Rio along the way who had his own really cool and unique character uh, well-rounded characterness it's a good fucking movie Um, but Tobias Beckett was the one that kind of rung true and not that he was the most relatable but that was the dude that was just like you know what I get it and so even when is Val that, is that the question, or should it be like no? I'm I'm gonna get, I'm, I mean I want to stick with relatable, but that's this is kind of what sparked it my my thinking here, because like I don't know who in that movie I would relate to. I guess Han, because I feel like I'm somewhat his age. Maybe he's probably a little younger than we are now, but like he's up and coming and like got so much ahead of him, and but he he kind of still fucks up. I guess I, that's the problem is that I've never been. A child thief for a slumlord on a space planet. So I don't know if I can relate to Han Solo. Also, let's, let, whoa, whoa, let's just get into it. Then. I've also never been a giant hairy beast trapped in a, uh, a cave being th- forced to kill people. I think that's what I chose because I was like, I got a lot of chest hair. I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll stick to Chewy. I relate to Chewy because I like being. I'm pretty soft spoken, except for when I'm on the podcast. I really don't talk that much. I don't like to do small talk. I but when you do talk, people. <laughs> I literally, I act differently on the show. Uh, I just, when I'm doing a podcast, I talk the fuck a lot more and I like it. But in uh, in person, I don't really talk that much. Kind of quiet. I'm taller than everybody else. And I just usually stand over there and like have a beer and I'm just like observing and seeing what's going on. So I do relate to Chewy. The observations. I do relate to Chewy. But this, I mean, that's kind of where 
my mind started and then I started wandering into the most relatable characters because I, I started like just really thinking who out of the original trilogies well out of the three trilogies do I relate to and I was looking at the prequels and I was like childanakin.com when I was a kid I was 10 years old and he's pod racing and having a fucking ball of time and then and then being trained as a Jedi I was like dude I want to be fucking Anakin yeah but how is that relatable it's, though you just wanted to be Anakin well, no. I mean, he was... I mean... You had a dad. Though, you didn't build the fastest ever. You I, didn't have to leave your mom and go train. There was a fastest ever. I, uh, we both had fastest evers in the garage somewhere. But, um, yeah, I just about your dad. Your dad wasn't the force. I'm just saying someone that... Not that I relate to, but that I attach myself to. Like, I okay. Like I, I understand him. I see what you mean. Yeah. And obviously... And I, we knew Anakin was going to become Darth Vader, but it was one of those where, like, I can grow with him. Yeah. Kind of like Harry Potter thing. So Oh, totally. So we were somewhat his age. Except we, they kind of jumped at 10 we, years. We, yeah, so did I. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Anakin, like child Anakin, regardless of how bad the lines were, the acting, like that's who I, I latched onto, especially at the time because of my age. And let's be honest, he was nine. Is it really that bad? Or is that just what a fucking nine-year-old sounds like? Because yeah. nine-year-olds are stupid. Yeah. Even yeah. even chosen one is stupid. He's nine. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, and I then, agree with that. And then the sequel trilogy was the one that surprised me the most. Is it Ray? No. The perfect sand angel? She can't do anything right or wrong. She she just, I don't know. My one was that. that most <laughs> right re- or wrong. <laughs> the most relatable for me, Kylo Ren. Interesting. Because he's he's emotional. You can see him like, oh, I'm, I get pissed when I fail. What girl? And he fucking freaks out. And then he's later also on, got a lot of raw talent. He, well, see, this is where I I, I I broke down Kylo. I was like, you know what I see in Kylo? The entire uh, um, Sith code. You know what also I see? is the entire Jedi code. And all the gray Jedi code, too. Yeah, I see it all. Like, anger leads to hate. I hate all of it. will release my chains. That's because he's the best character in Star Wars. But I, I do see that. Like, he gets pissed, but also he has restraint. There's some harmony. There's serenity. Like, he didn't kill his, his, his uh, mother for obvious reasons. Like, there's... You could see it in him. He, he definitely answered all the right questions at KOTOR and the Jedi Code when they test you before you get your lightsaber. He knew all of them. He knew it all. And then he killed everyone there. And then in court, <laughs> man, he knew all the ones for the Sith Code, too. He's Revan. He's Revan. And he's also us, because we play the game. But that's the one that, like, I, I really feel like Poe. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of still on, out on Poe. Like, I love him as a character, but I don't think there's a lot there yet. And maybe maybe he's one of those characters that you just have to read about. I think there's really, a lot there. No, there's really not. There's I th- As much as people give eight shit for being slow because of the uh, turtles, turtle chase... And also being annoying and pointless because of Canto Bite. I feel like there's a lot of development for Ray Finn and Poe and Kylo all in different times across episode eight. I feel like there's a lot about Poe. I feel like there's not Jedi. I feel like there's not a lot about Finn though. He, there is. he starts he just more realizes what's going on, the good guys and the bad. And you're like, Oh man, this is exactly what I thought from the beginning anyways. It DJ just, is my most relatable. Yeah. In the sequel trilogy. Always buzzed. Always just like waking up from a nap, like you fucking guys trying to rebel against things. <laughs> what do you try? What you do you got break thoughts? out of this? I got a whole set of uh, <laughs> the fuck are those things? They look like boots. I don't know. Yeah, he, he had some. No, I'm boots. talking about what do you uh, what do you bust out to like hack into the security? Those like little chip things. I don't know what they're what they're called. Feeler gauges, but you you don't know either. Feeler gauges are a mechanics tool. 
Um, What's a feeler gauge? To, they got different thicknesses. So if like there's a clearance in an engine with that's like really, really small, there's feeler gauges that you poke in there to see. Oh, if and it's like on a ring? Yeah. Oh, boom. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. Fucking. I doubt you've ever seen a feeler gauge, but. Yeah, I think my dad had one. That's possible. I've seen him before. Yeah. It just, it's a, a lash, valve That's lashing. why I thought about it, but I didn't know what it was called. So, um, good job using the force. Yeah, I thought Kylo Ren was, was the most relatable. I don't, what, what about you in the sequel? I think DJ for sure. I wasn't joking. Um, I was going to say Finn as well. Not that I've ever been a, a slave taken from birth and forced to be a soldier, but the whole idea of him like being raised with this one thing and when it finally comes to be his task to actually like be put into action he realizes that it's all fucked and he needs to rebel and go find himself okay i'm with that okay i like that story um the original trilogy was the most difficult one for me because i do feel like a lot of people latched on to han solo as the most relatable like the the default try hard like oh han solo but I'm Han Solo. I even like Han Solo. Even now, zero percent. I don't. I could have played Han Solo. Zero percent. I'm not. Um, in Solo, yes. Yeah. OT, no, not at all. That's all. Like even now, I feel like I'm not old enough to relate to him. Yeah. He's just like dumb luck, cocky, but also pretty bad at what he does. He just has He's so bad. He just has Chewy to fix everything for That's him. That's why I love when he gets confronted by uh, Conja Club and those other dudes in seven. They're like, you're an idiot. <laughs> we all know you're out of money. Give us the fucking Rathars or whatever. And the droid. And that sand chick ninja spider girl. The sand chick ninja spider girl. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, OT is hard. Yeah. I'd probably, well, that's probably the spot where I would say Chewy. That's my most relatable. That's not Luke. No. <laughs> I, I'm literally at a loss. Like, I, I couldn't pick it. Darth Vader? <laughs> Palpatine? Tarkin? Tarkin's in there for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I love him. He goes, fire. And then uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Evacuate. The moment of triumph. <laughs> he probably tried to throw an R into evacuate. And Lucas was like, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Evacuate. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those uh inside jokes that like we usually take the quote way too far and it gets ridiculous and it's like sounds nothing like the original but i actually watched episode four and he says swift stroke like a fucking psychopath there's like l's and you know what the fuck <sighs> could you imagine like leia just being like excuse me what what did you say how many r's are in swift None. <laughs> what? You speaking Twilight over there? <laughs> I'd be pissed if I had that speech impediment too, bitch. All right, well, you, have to, you have to pick your answer. Falcon. For, for I choose the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, Falcon's good. R2. I don't know. Like, what? R2, you're just dealing... You can't say anything. No one understands you. You're dealing with everybody's bullshit, and you have to come around and fix things. You save everybody. Yeah. You're in charge, but no one... You get no credit. <laughs> Fixed it. Fictitious. Fictitious. I also uh, completely forgot that R2 gets fucking annihilated by a TIE fighter in uh, episode four. He blows the fuck up. He gets eaten by a swamp dragon in five. Same thing happened in Return of the Jedi. 
He fixes it. Oh, he has to be a bartender for half the movie. <laughs> he's, he's enslaved. He's taken as a bartending slave. I think that's the most fun he's ever had. Like, every scene he's in, he's like, oh, this is fucking he fun. Probably, yeah. He's been spilling drinks on my it's, wires. It's good music and his naked hose all around. I got <laughs> drinks on me. <laughs> taking good pictures. He's got that camera. Got the 1080p. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, tweet us. Email us. Text us. Send us a trash bag with written written thoughts. Send us a mailgram. Mm-hmm. Send us your credit card statement with your answer on the back, please. With your credit card, <laughs> I owe this much, but I also I, I, I agree also with Chewy. This about Chewy. <laughs> <sighs> Good day, galaxy. I think I, I do like uh, the prequel trilogy. I feel like I could almost pick someone that I relate to in every episode. Uh, that's when you brought this up. That's what I first thought you were going to do. I'm no, that I mean the original trilogy. I don't know. Not Luke, and then not Luke, and then maybe Luke. Luke's left hand. What happens with your left hand? How do you relate? Once left look. Oh, wait, his right hand. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Got that mixed up. Could you imagine? Uh, Which one is the robot hand? Could you imagine Tarkin going into a whorehouse trying to get a hand job? Once left stroke. <laughs> That's how he comes. That's how. That's what the last thing he yells. Evacuate! <laughs> In our moment of triumph. One with stroke. Evacuate! In my moment of triumph. In my moment of triumph. I think you overestimate my chances. Ejaculate! In my moment of triumph. Oh my god. We gone there. All right. All right. Let's drink about that. All right. Um. I hope you're listening, Lucasfilm. <laughs> G-rated podcast. G-rated. I actually went. I was looking at our stats. Uh, which I almost never do. And in the past three months, we have a lot of traffic coming from San Francisco. That's like our our top metro area for the past like three months. I was just like, hmm. Who moved there? I wonder if George Lucas is uh, listening in our show. Dear God. <laughs> Lucasfilm's grooming us to be on the red carpet for episode nine. If they just say ejaculate one more time, <laughs> I'm never listening again. I wish we could like be on the carpet interviewing people. Like they probably hear the same questions over and over and over again for like three months straight. I feel like we would ask him like ridiculous stuff. So what color uh, Finn's underwear? <laughs> How often does he change them? Is there a washing machine on the Falcon? <laughs> does this thing have four wheel drive? <laughs> I got into the uh, Home Alone right there. Does this come in diesel? Does this thing four wheel drive? I don't know, kid. Get out of here. You know what I'm talking about? The neighbor kid who's yelling it. <laughs> yes. Oh God, I love those movies. Those are, I do have to watch the second one again. I haven't seen that in like years, and it's probably one of my favorites again because I didn't own it. It was one of those that when it when it was on TV, I was like, "Fuck yes, this is awesome." That's one of those series where the uh, sequel's better than the original, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. I'd have to I'd have to watch it. I do love the first one. Maybe because I had the Game Boy game. Dude, the scream when he puts the spider on his face in the first one. <laughs> Dude, just search up. Can you can you Google that? No. Home Alone spider face. No. We got some updates to Battlefront. The Droidica. But uh, spider face. <laughs> the Droidica. The coming out. It does look really cool. I hope it's not as clunky. I felt really clunky and slow in the original Battlefront 2. Like you would roll out and by the time you set up. Roll out. Can't stop that roll up. Da, 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 da. We yeah, Nelly and Ludacris just rigged the fuck out of all this. No one's listening now. Um, roll up. 
I know what you mean though. So like when but, you were in the ball shape, you were pretty fast, but then as soon as you wanted to tr transfer over, you're like, oh, okay, let me this one out. Took forever for you to actually like fucking transform. And then once you get set up, you can shoot like three times and then you still don't even have the shield out. And then you're like, what the fuck is happening? That's the only way I, I lived because I knew when Jordicas were attacking me, I'd just shoot them in the ball form. And oh, I knew yeah. I had plenty of time to shoot them and blow them up before yeah. they got the ball or before they got the shields. So I think they made it uh, pretty reasonable with how the powers work. Like a power puts you into ball form. So you can't just like transform and come out and transform and come out like every single time like you have to wait for it to recharge and your shields obviously a power up and everything so so we'll see i haven't paid too much attention i just looked at the release notes and was like here's a bunch of patch fixes and then we have um jordanicas i uh many many episodes ago we did kind of some background on the jordicas and it was cool that it's created by uh, or manufactured by like an insect species that actually gets around by rolling. So they put that into their droids. Yeah. So it's cool that like the regular battle droids are just up walking around because they were manufactured by humans. But this one was created by, I forget the species, some insect species, but it's just like, remember. oh, this makes so much sense. They it's would cool. create something that they would be familiar with. It's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. So, Droidicus, so they're really close to having a full game. They're really close. <laughs> two, two years in the making. They're really close. That said, last time I did play it, which was a month ago, it was a lot of fun. I just feel like I can't play it every single day of my life. Not that I game that much, but if you were a gamer, I feel like you couldn't play it every single day. I game. It would get really old. I'm a gamer too. But it's almost a, it's almost there. It's almost complete. I feel like uh, gaming is in this weird time zone right now. I feel like the stuff that has played Battlefront has played a lot of other games in this very same period of time. Anthem did terrible and I'm failing to come up with other examples, but I know there are just because I haven't been following the game news that much, but I feel like it's just in this state and developers are realizing that this whole releasing a half finished game and microtransaction stuff is not going to fly and they need to, because even Bethesda at E3 was talking about Fallout 76 and like basically like, yeah, we fucked up. This game sucks. We spent the last six months fixing it, so we're going to release a thing that's going to be like basically like a reboot of the game. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, I think they're finally to, realizing they, that they need to do that. But it's like <clears throat> I don't know when they're going to realize that a beautiful game can be terrible. Like it doesn't. You could have a poor-looking game with a great storyline, and I'm completely down for that rather than a a great-looking game that has nothing. Like, like Battlefront Two. Like it's only fun because it's Star Wars. If this was any yes. other game, like I, I would not play it. Yeah. I don't know. I keep going back to Battlefield 5. That seems like my solid. I, I, I took a lot, many steps back. I usually was like one or two on the on multiplayer. Whoo, I'm like 10 right now. I felt hard. Um, but they <clears> also <throat> introduced new maps. There's new guns. And I changed my shit up too. So it's just like take away, take away. I'm like, and I'm I'm not good right now. So I gotta get back on the on the train there. I'm gonna fire that up. I haven't played the Firestorm yet, but I want to. <sighs> it's just Is the Iwo Jima map out yet? Uh, I, I heard know. about an Iwo Jima map. I don't know if it's out or if it's coming out. I played a new map. I don't I I uh was jumped it, into a game that was already started. Is it a Pacific Island? It was on it was on the coast somewhere. It was like a city, a small town on the coast, and you and the battle like happened up this hill where there are buildings along the way. But was Dude, it, it was fucking intense? Was it like Eastern Front or was it Pacific Front? I don't like, know. Did it look like it was the Pacific Islands and the Japanese and everything? I don't know. 
You just played it, you said. I jumped in halfway through the match, and Savage. I, I right. just shot people, and that was it. I'm just curious, because that was uh, one thing that bugged me, was that it was only European stuff when I mean, the game came out. It would have to be Pacific. There was no huge... Well, I mean, you could have anything just on the coast, like a city on the coast. Well, yeah, it would be different. I, I mean, they would just fire it up. It would have out. to be Pacific just because of the fauna that was around. The, you don't have palm trees in France. That's what I was going for. I think it was more along those lines, but um, fun. It's still a crazy fun game. I highly recommend it. But that's the thing. Like, I'm going back and playing Sega because there's nothing else out. And someone mentioned that uh, not too long ago, I think, in the, in the patron chat. <laughs> About, some stuff out, about but... like the amount of video games that came out were for Xbox, the original Xbox and like PlayStation 2, and then you compare that to what's come out now, it's like a tenth that you get now, and like 50% of it's terrible. Well, do you think it takes 10 times longer to make a game? I mean, with the as the technology gets better, like it's obviously it just means more. There's more detail, there's more it just, everything. It just means more. You gotta if you're gonna put spend the time to make a game, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because something I like I honestly don't know. I don't follow it well enough to really say like this is happening. Because I feel like Fortnite has blown the fuck up, and that's not a great looking game. And it's actually quite simple, but it blew up because it was like it was playable. It had this core that like kids love. Now, like when you get into ages like us, I don't think it, it really hit well with, with with us. But it's something about it. Like you got to have something. It doesn't have to look great. It's the same map, I isn't think it? Fortnite's annoying as fuck, but. It stayed true to it. It knows what it is. Mm-hmm. And it didn't try to, you know, fake anything or fuck around with anything. And knows what Fortnite is. Literally, it has dancing characters. And then you can, like, shoot people and build. Dot com, that's it. And be the best. Dude. Also, you can jump into the fucking game and get into a match as soon as possible. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, that, and that's it how, works. what I liked about Overwatch, right. and too. And it works. And the game works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the g- most successful games, not that I'm uh, an expert critic for IGN, but I think it's the ones, and it's just like movies. It's the ones where... They know what the game is going to be. They stay true to the vision. They make it. They keep enhancing it. And that's the best movies. Like when Lucasfilm hires JJ and they're like, we know what you want to do with this. Here you go. Let's make him make it happen. And they let him do his thing. I think that's when you get the best results out of anything creative like that. The other one that I just purchased that is uh, super discounted for the E3 stuff, which I think would end tonight. Probably. They had stuff up to 70% off. Um, was Resident Evil 7. Which has one of the greatest ratings I've ever seen. Like the stars are all complete. All five of them are like completely blocked. Um, Would you I, say it's five stars? No, nothing. Because nothing's five stars. One goon in there was like, yeah, <laughs> it looks too good and it plays really well. Didn't I come don't... out in the 90s. <laughs> but uh, I've seen trailers for that thing. I think uh, um, Tommy Boy said he couldn't play it. It was that scary. I'm down to play something like that. It's supposed to be one of those like back, like think House of a Thousand Corpses. Resident Evil. Like you go into this backwater and there's like crazy people in this basement and you go through and everything's dark and you just hear sounds and you're just like, what uh, the fuck is happening? Dude, I would love to play that. But it's, yeah, I saw some gruesome shit and it just in the trailer. I'm like, oh. I remember playing Condemned with uh, Butterclone and Tommy Boy. Could you imagine like going down into a basement and hearing, like you're getting away from someone upstairs or outside. So you walk into this house and go downstairs and you just hear the sound. And then you turn a corner and it's like candlelit and there's just this dude like eating brains and he looks up at you and you're like, wrong house, dude. I I was just trying to find Jimmy. You know, Jimmy, he lives down the street, man. Dude, can you imagine ah! like, like rickety stairs and you're like, what the fuck is that sound? And you just see this dude like. Do you like the murder house across the street from our buddy's house? 
well, yeah. Did, were you there when we that? walked in there? Yeah. yeah. Supposedly Basement was flooded. I was like, ah! <laughs> supposedly there was a kid who killed his family uh, across the street from a buddy of ours in like elementary school. And we, we broke into that house because no one had ever lived there. I don't remember anyone ever living there. Our buddy lived there when he was in elementary school. The guy that did the murders was not in elementary school. Some third graders. From, like, from, a certain, from a certain point of view. You never know. <laughs> Could have been Jean Grey. But right. he, he lived across the street. Right. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. So it was his like across the street neighbor. I was specifying the kindergarten part or the we lived. Yeah, we lived with part. the murderer. I got murdered. So he went into my old house. He went on a nine-year-old rampage. <laughs> He's fucking everybody up. <laughs> Battlefront 2 sucked. And then he just. <laughs> but uh, one night we got a little wily and decided to go in and see what was up. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. My socks got wet scared in the basement yeah of the alamo um i haven't watched anything scary in a minute chernobyl is kind of creepy but it wasn't scary halloween came out it's uh available the one that they made last year oh the, yeah, yeah the one that i was actually raving about the thrasher the good right, 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 the good right. thrasher remake um i might buy it it's it's just it's just solid i didn't think it was fucking phenomenal but it was just like it knows what it is right there was, so I mean, was like a, the best. There was like a small little thing at the end. I'm like, of course, but the whole thing was I felt really felt really good about. Those are the best. Um, I might fire up HBO and see if it's on there. Uh, just to finish my thought, uh, do it. Resident Evil Seven, I think, was down to like 10, 15 bucks, and it's the most recent one. I think it came out like 2018. Do it. So if you want to jump on that for a, a huge discounted price, I would definitely. Jump. Oh, you know what I did? I bought uh, it was twenty five dollars, and I got all the add-ons and uh, DLCs with it. Oh shit! Let's do this. Let's click on one of the. Uh, click the third one. I would say the third what? The video is that a trailer? No, that's the full gameplay. I don't want to watch anything. Yeah, it's, dude, it, like two minutes in. Click the first one. We're doing it. I don't want to live it. review. We're doing a live review. Why do you do this to me, Mo? I don't want to fucking do it. I don't want to fucking do it. He doesn't want to get scared. I had an experience, actually. We had a ghost in here turn up the fucking light. You're not worried about that? I had a weird experience that I won't talk about on the show, but it fucked me up a little bit. (laughs) I'm serious. In the basement? I'm serious. No, not no. It was recent. Did you have your sage on you? I told Tommy Boy. Are we turning this down? Sorry. Are the peeps live with us? Sorry, Are they able to watch it? They should be able to. It's just like run down old house. Look at that trailer. Moss covered trailer. Ugh. One of those grandfather cro- cro- crocs. Those crocs are fucked. It's just... Ugh. Well, who's playing this game? He sucks. I know. Whoa. You think he's dead, probably? He's going to come flying out of here. Daddy's coming. We need to go. Need he gets to back. Go. Fuck up! Oh. What the fuck are you? Shut up and listen if you want to stay alive. 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 Oh, look at that crazy basement torture area. Ew. Uh, like every door. Oh! Ew. No. Close that door. Ew, I hate bugs. Oh, my God. Huge centipede. Dude, he's fucking wrecking stuff in between Jesus. you. Jesus. 
Dude, that girl like peeked through. Uh oh. Ew. Oh my god. Now, I've seen everything. What the? What the fuck? What is that? Oh my god. There's always a little bit of like a sci-fi aspect to Resident Evil, which is so cool. Oh, I don't like crawly things, like big crawly things. Yeah, I'm I'm hyped to play this game because. Resident it's interesting e that it's first person too. Resident Evil 4 was like over the shoulder first person. Right. That's third person. Yeah. Has seen more than you can imagine. Fourth person. And it knows. It knows. The house knows. Oh, ew. dude. Wait, is it the same house as the first one? There is no house in the. Well, the very first one. Maybe. I don't know. It all takes place in a house. There's like some crazy chicks with some powers and shit. I would not go outside. Don't lose it. It's important. Like, there's so many weird aspects, like creepy kidnapping aspects, but also scientific biological warfare aspects, death aspects. Ugh. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know like, a lot about the storyline either, Resident Evil in general, like the whole franchise. Ew. That's what I'm talking about. Dr. Satan. That woman looks fucked up. So hyped for this. Oh, biohazard. I'm so hyped. Like I said, I think... Oop, Dr. Satan. Getting attacked by goddamn Beaver Dam over here. Great. <laughs> I'm so hyped. This is from January 2017. So it's already been out for two years. Oh, okay. So they probably have everything fixed. No wonder it was 50% uh, off. Uh, with all the DLCs, so it was down to 25 bucks for, for everything. Nice. I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to play this game. Um, I played up. the I played the fourth one. I think was from a like PS2. Uh, still, yeah. still was like, oh, like why that was bad and it looked terrible. But I was like, it's creepy, it's quiet, and there's there's certain times where it's just there's no music, and you're just you just hear footsteps, and you're like. I'm just shooting everything. Fuck this. Like, I'm not ready for this. That's what it was like playing Condemned, man. So creepy. Uh, Kerner says Silent Hill was one of the scariest. He always heard. Tommy Boy said the same thing. I never played Silent Hill, though. I played uh, Parasite Eve for PS1. That one was pretty creepy, too. Um, but I'm down for a fucking co-op game. I don't care what it is. That's just co-op, I think. I don't care if it's that or whatever. Um, Avengers is another game that was announced at E3. And that's, I think, five-player co-op, maybe four-player co-op. Storyline based online co-op. Halo's co-op. Yeah, that's true. I haven't played a Halo game in a long fucking time. Halo two. Well, actually, Halo one and two are co-op. And three hours. I think honestly. that really gets to the root of it is like obviously is the game have a good storyline and is it fun and, and engaging? But can you play with your friends? Is it fun to play online? Whether it's like PvP or PvE. Um, but at this point, like I just want to play a good co-op game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whatever. Um, whatever it might be. I'm excited for that. Uh, last but not least, final small thing. What small thing? Fallen Order sucks. Had a little tidbit, and it said you're going to have companions that you come across. One of them was a, like a, a it was a droid of some type. A Wookiee? A droid of some type. Um, one of them was, quote, a fallen Jedi Knight. And I was like, oh. 
Ahsoka. It, is Ahsoka up in this bitch? Probably. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to fucking love the game. If we come across Ahsoka and like do a quick mission with her and just you learn something from her and she drops some fucking knowledge. Yeah, dude. Oh, <sighs> what up, Rich? Ahsoka We're just raging about Fallen Order. Yeah, dude, that'd be crazy. There was three. There was three. Uh, oh, it was a, a snarky pilot, uh, a droid of some type. Han Solo. And and a fallen Jedi Knight. Or a former Jedi Knight. That's what it said. And I was like, well, you, you got through Order 66 as, as the character you're playing as. So why would you say a former Jedi Knight, even in this context? I was like, the only way you would say that is if they were a former before Order 66, which would make Ahsoka. Oh, I see what you mean. Because she was... You wouldn't say Ahsoka lived through... Like, the even though the council's dead, you still wouldn't say a former Jedi Knight. Right. You would just say a Jedi Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You go back and forth. I would say Caden was a former Jedi Knight. W- would you say Obi-Wan was a former Jedi Knight? I guess, maybe, and depending on the conversation, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, I, I love the fact that they said that there's going to be companions. I don't know how they're going to be integrated or how important they will be or if you'll get to choose or AI, whatever. probably, but yeah. But still. It should be... Like, from a... That's the thing I'm most excited about. Excuse me. Even if I don't love this style of game, is I'm sure the story is going to be great, and it's going to fill in a lot of shit that we've been missing. So, at the very least, I'm excited for that. Can you imagine coming across Darth Vader in Fallen Order? I wouldn't like that. I mean, I'm sure if they brought him up, it'd be fucking sweet. But I'm just saying, like, you'd have to just get away. You'd just have to survive. You couldn't kill each other, obviously. He just always makes cameos and stuff, like even in Rebels. Like he was fucking awesome. His fight with Ahsoka, fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, did it add that much to the story? Because yes. Ahsoka was in there and then gone for most of the, yeah, of that, the show. That's the only reason I like that show. <laughs> so you just like those was that three battle. episodes? Yeah, Darth, Darth Maul and Vader. Those are my favorite ones. Yeah, but I guess my point is like, it's not about Vader, so like he doesn't really need to be there. No, he doesn't. But if it adds to uh, Carl or whatever his name is, Cal, <laughs> Cal? I don't know. I don't can't remember. Cal's the main character, I think. Um. Yeah, if it adds to cows, like if you defend Vader and then get away and save your companions, but also you, you know, get away. Look, I'm not saying I'm going to hate it if he shows up. I'm just saying we don't need Vader to. They don't need Vader to make this storyline. Like, I think we got to that point where we were like Star Wars was leaning on the OT stuff so heavily and it's been gradually going back and back, which is cool. It seems like we're in a really strong prequels era right now, which is awesome. Then come across Maul. I don't give a fuck. I'm just saying we don't need that. It doesn't need that bridge for it to be a good storyline. It'd be nice. Little cameos like Saw Gerrera and K2 is like, that's funny. ATSTs. Yeah. It's not a cameo. Yes, it is. They're all characters. I knew it. You heard it here second. Uh, Do you think Cal survives Fallen Order? No. He shouldn't. No. But what he should do is in 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 his in your gameplay, he should make a difference in the ongoing story going forward. But he should not. You, uh, I don't know how they would do that. I guess uh, Battlefront Two kind of did uh, sort of a you you die at the end, but it's still you know that was in the DLC. Yeah, the one story DLC they had. Where Kylo's uh, just like <clears throat> wobble wobble, and then he finds you and goes, ah, I don't like it. No, that was the post game thing. And there was a DLC mission that oh. was like four hours or something. Really? Not even that long. Maybe two hours. Maybe 20 minutes. Uh, well, yeah. Four hours would have been longer than the main campaign. Pissed. It sounds like it will probably tie into Rogue One more than 
anything else. Well, that's a timeline. You're yeah. right there. Actually, that's uh, that was a question I had. How close to like after episode three to Rogue One are we, or Solo, or where where does this know. exist? Uh, I don't know if it's uh, if been if it's been said yet. Whatever it's like Rebels time. I'm very out of the loop on news though. I haven't been on Twitter lately, so I don't know. I don't we could know. Could be there. Okay, guys. I'm just gonna try to catch up on some uh, some comics and some books. Alphabet Squadron is out. It came in the mail the other day. I had it pre-ordered. Looks pretty dope. Uh, that's the other thing. I'll show it to you. Um, if you guys are waiting for Master and Apprentice, the hardcover on Amazon was 50% off. It was down to like 12 bucks. Uh, so if you guys have been waiting for Master and Apprentice hardback, hardcover. Yeah, I finished uh, Queen Shadow and Dooku, and I need to... You read those? I read Queen Shadow. I listened to Dooku. Dooku's okay. the audiobook only. Um, oh, that's and right. I want to. I want to get into Master Apprentice first before I get into... Alphabet Squad. What was your thoughts on Dooku? It was just good? I liked it, yeah. Okay, cool. It, it, good, good insights, good tidbits. Wasn't like game-changing, but it was good. Did it still feel like a young adult? Uh, no, I think Queen Shadow definitely does. Okay. I mean, I, I've already gotten into Dooku, but I, I kind of paused on that for a while. But yeah. I'll try to get through that here. <laughs> try to, because I hate the Star Wars. What I've actually been watching and listening to is and reading is like just middle ages shit history stuff geology just i'm still fucking obsessed with that ancient civilization stuff yeah that's can't get away from it but so I, mystical. I'm, I'm doing some uh well i'm reading about the whales how they were land, the whale land, mammal, yeah. land mammals i'm still getting through that one and then i'm still getting through um before christopher columbus came over there was a bunch of norse people that came over and met the indians well the native americans for the Thanks. first time, and it's about that story. It's a fictional story, but it's it's based on a lot of truths. Uh, that sounds cool. So I'm, I'm reading that. It's like the 1400s, 1300s, where they, they're coming over. And Have you ever read this before? Mm-mm. I think it's a pretty popular book. By William Shatner? <laughs> yeah. William Shatner's autobiography. <laughs> Takes place in the Middle Ages. No, I heard, of, you know, what's funny is Tommy Boy will recognize this, but my philosophy class in college, freshman year, we were talking about shit and the professor brought this book up and I never read it. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while I'll think of it. I was like, man, what was that book he was talking about? Middle Ages and Rome and the crazy fucking the popes and everything. A world lit by fire. A world lit only by fire. That's a crazy uh, sentence. And I keep title. thinking about it. And then I finally like I was as I was researching all this old um, history stuff, I was like, all right, I'm just going to grab this paperback. It was cheap. Interesting, though. It's talking about the Dark Ages and how we got out of it. So good shit. Good shit, Maroki. All right, guys. Uh, Burning River, two Ooh. out of three, was the uh, beer review. Great Lakes. Uh, it's it's one of Tasty. Uh, it's, it it's always up. like a it's always a solid brewery. They never made anything that was like, whoa, this is fucking great. But just if you want to go out and have a good beer, Great Lakes Brewery or Brewing was always a, a solid for us. Um, Mopar, Cheers, everybody. Mopar once again won. Guess the scene. Yeah, you are the fucking reigning champ, huh? I don't fuck around. I think I've been twice in like six months. So it's a good one. It's a fun game. It's always a fun game. If you guys have any ideas of other uh, stupid, funny things that we can do every episode um, like that, yell at us. Let us know because we, we're always looking for uh, cool, fun games. Also, write us. Let us know what you think. Just like to hear thoughts from people. The weird thing about podcasting is like there's no comments feed on the podcast app. It's not like YouTube. So we only hear from people if they decide to reach out and yell at us. So yeah. send us an email. Just go to our site, starwars.beer. 
contact but, information and our social media and stuff is there. So just tweet us or Rogue Squadron Podcast at Gmail. Yeah. We love drunken emails. That's actually oh how, God, yeah. how we got Isaac because he yeah. did. A, a, he's like halfway through. He's like, I'm ordering a pizza because I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> and then he was, was a solid. One. He was like ranting about Kotor and all that shit. It was a, it was a solid drunken email. So we appreciate any and all feedback. Uh, last plug for uh, the Patreon. If you guys are fans of the show, uh, once again, the next three patrons that join uh, at any tier level will get free. Uh, Pilsner Raquel beer glasses. Free. We'll send them out. You'll get some stickers and a bunch of goodies. Mail. Um, but if you've been kind of on the maybe train, maybe this is the time that, yeah, at least you get some some uh, the maybe train. You've been on that before? Oh, I just, uh, I've been on it a little bit, yeah, but I forgot about one thing that we didn't talk about yet. Oh, I got a monthly pass for the maybe train. Big thing that we didn't talk about yet. They announced dates for celebration. Okay, let's do that. Just really quick. It's I'm, I'm in August. August. All we know is the dates. It's August next year. Um, yeah, so Celebration Anaheim. They announced dates last week. Tickets go on sale next week. It is taking place. Let me get the exact ones, but it's, yeah, it's in August. And I think I'm happy um, that they are pushing it back. Well, I'm trying to think what's after, because uh, that's going to be closer to the next movie, because there's nothing coming out movie. next year. There's not a there's not a Star Wars film coming out next year. Well, it'll be closer to this movie. But but pushing it forward, oh, wait, sorry, it'd be sorry, further sorry, away sorry, from sorry. It'd be further away from episode nine. Yeah, I'm all skewed with the the times. So they'd probably. Put, oh shit! Yeah, wow. I totally like just fucked because it's my every, entire brain every two years. So 19, this we're getting nine, and then 21. So they're pushing it closer to the 21 release date, but we're still going to have a year to wait. No, 22 is the next movie. 19, and then 22, four and six. So we're waiting two years. Three years. We talked about 19, that. 20, 21, 22. What the fuck, guys? What are we getting? Why are we even going to Anaheim then? What are they going to be talking about? Well, <laughs> it could be the worst or the best one. Uh, well, the other big thing is obviously we're going to be getting uh, Man- Mando later this Cassian year. Andor, Cassian and there's a third Andor. one that they haven't specified so, yet. They might be doing that. Uh, we'll yeah, have plenty. Hogan just said that. More Disney Plus shows we'll that plenty. they're going to be doing that. But. Uh, so the specific dates are August 27th through 30th. They dropped the Monday this time. I think that was a fun test in Chicago, but I think half the people were gone already by Monday. Monday starts up. It's just tough. Yeah. What they should do is bring it back and start it, from, start it Wednesday. Just do Wednesday through the weekend instead of adding a Monday. Uh, but yeah, so August 27th through 30th, 2020, Anaheim Convention Center, which is across the street from Disneyland. Um, we are obviously working on assembling a group to go. Um, probably going to do an Airbnb like we did last time. Just have a fucking giant animal house. Uh, hopefully with a pool and a hot tub this time since we're in Anaheim. So if you want to come party <laughs> with us and hang out. <laughs> uh, tickets go on sale June 21st at 9 Pacific. So, so that's going to be next weekend. They right? literally announced it this week and it'll be on sale next week. So stay frosty. I, I think the, the VIP they... stuff will sell out right away. But uh, they must get a lot. They must need that money up front. Like, why would you need anything 16 months in advance? What I'm, the fuck is I'm, happening? I go both ways on it being so early. Six months. Six months would be max. Like, yeah. you, got, you got plenty of time to get shit done. Well, I guess what I would say is like, yeah, announce it now. And then say t- tickets are on sale. Because think about how many Star Wars fans. I would say 50% of the people that went to Celebration, like, aren't on Twitter and aren't checking their news like every fucking day. So if they just casually check in, like they might miss this. What That's if they what I'm get saying. Sold out. They're literally just like next week shit's going on. And then you're like, wait, what the fuck? It's, a, it's too quick, man. And that's what Kerner was pissed about in Chicago too. And I get it. 
But yeah, it's like it pops up. All right. You gave it, us a week and announced half. it's tomorrow we're selling shit. That's it is it's so. tough. It's tough to get on the train, but but while you reach out to us to tell us your thoughts of the show, also say if you're gonna be at celebration, because if you want to come party with us, we'll link up. We're gonna plan a bunch of shit like we did last time. So uh and in the meantime, if you become a patron, we're we usually try to bunk up with uh we're trying to get a big uh an animal a- house Airbnb that where it. everybody can come in and I said it while you were doing your Yoda strip piece. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking freak out. Um yeah, All right. so, we're, I, I'm I'm hyped, but uh, hyped with reservations because we're so far away from that. But um, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Rogue's Watching Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Who are you pointing at? The open door. <laughs> thank you, door. Thank it's a, you. It's, a, it's one of the most trusty doors I've ever. <laughs> Hogan Garrison. You're going to get a hat, bitch. You get a hat because we uh, we randomly chose you <sighs> as the uh, the monthly shit. So good day, Galaxy. Rogue Squadron Podcast. I'm Opar. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is No Longer It. We got the church key ready up in this. Maybe we should kick things off with a good old salacious B. Crumb motherfucking laugh. (laughs) Salacious. (laughs) We're going to church. Headed church. Darth Vader, the Lord and Savior. (laughs) Having them cheeks. Having them cheeks. Salacious butts. (laughs) Faces in my butt. Butts. Look at the butts. I want the butts.